Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Coco Caliente. Coco Caliente, bienvenidos todo el mundo. We're so happy that you're tuning in with us this week because... Very special guest today. Yeah, we have one of the best wedding planners ever. Yeah, literally ranked one of the top wedding planners in the nation. Her name is Jessica Sloan. Mm -hmm. um, and she's, you know, one of the couple guests that uh, we were able to get while we were out here in Nashville mm -hmm. uh, on our trip. Um Really exciting. I know you guys really wanted to hear about our wedding and wedding plans. And although we might not have many plans yet, true, she will guide us in the right direction and surely give us some really good advice. So. Just some insight on things that we didn't know. And she's worked with some really cool people. And we, we were kind of... This is our first interview that I feel like our first episode that felt like an interview because yeah. you're like tell us more <laughs> oh yeah i was i was digging in mm -hmm. i mean i was trying to pull everything i could from her just because you know how it's, often do you have an expert like that right. you know right in front of you and uh -huh. when she's gone it's like you don't want to text <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's so sweet um but before we get started let's read a couple reviews you yes. guys have been doing awesome i literally just like went on and looked at reviews and i was like oh my god Vic, these are so nice i know people it, reading these reviews and and getting the feedback, it really feels great, and it and it makes us feel like this is all worth it. Yeah, it really um, does. Um, okay, you can go first, or do you want me to? Go ahead, babe. So this one's called "Love Love" by Anna Smith, fifteen. Love this podcast so much. I tell my friends and my family about it because it's just so refreshing. Love both Nicole and Vic and their personalities. Could listen to it all day long. Oh, that's very Thank sweet. Thank you. And uh, so mine is also called Love. <laughs> five stars. And again, we won't read it unless oh, yeah, it's five, five stars. Oh, yeah, mine was five stars as well. <laughs> so just, just so you know, if you want it to be read, you know, randomly, it has to be five okay, stars Vic. only. I'm just saying, we just appreciate it a lot. Uh, this is from Kayla Como. And it's spelled, and I think she's from Louisiana because the last name is M-E-A-U-X. And for those that don't know, that's... Silent. Yeah, so it's Como. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anyway. Love y'all. Yeah, definitely from Louisiana. <laughs> y'all. Love y'all. I love getting to know y'all on a different level. Thank you for being your real authentic selves. I can't wait to listen and laugh with y'all every week. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Yeah, so definitely makes us feel good. Definitely uh, keeps us pushing forward and doing this week after week. And anyway, we really hope you enjoy our guest. Yeah. Somebody that we found to be, I guess, one of the best wedding planners <laughs> Out there, right? Yeah, Which yeah. fits perfectly for us because... We have nothing done. We have nothing done. So, yeah, Jessica Sloan, you know, thank you for being here. Oh, thank, thank you for being you our guest. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, uh, just, I guess, first and foremost, just tell us a little bit about yourself and sure. I guess your accolades. Sure. Um, I'm an event designer, so I do mostly weddings, though. And as a designer, I'm a planner as well and then also a stylist. So oh, wow. that's kind of a different word for the event industry, too. So in this realm, it means that I have a little bit more of an artistic aesthetic approach and do some styling with the photographer on the day of to oh, compose nice. shots. <clears throat> and then I've also worked for some other stuff doing styling, like editorial work and that kind of thing. So I have a little bit of a different 
eye, I would say, yeah. then, you know, it's not just logistics. Yeah. It's a little bit more than that. So like creative. That's, that's yeah. the best part. Cause yeah. your Instagram's really cool. Really pretty. Oh, thank you. Aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> Cause I saw that you were also like named one of the top Instagrammers to follow for wedding planning and yes. Martha Stewart. Like, By good old Martha. <laughs> yeah. Did you meet Martha Stewart no. to get into that? No, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. No, I don't know. That was just the luck of the draw. They no just way. picked me. Um, they came out with a list a couple years ago, the top, I think they chose 64 wedding planners in, in America and I was oh. on that list and then they did the Instagram list and that was like a much smaller list. Yeah, and that's I, so exciting. So awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is super <laughs> awesome. And you do, so do you do a lot of just weddings in Nashville? You travel? I do travel. Mm-hmm. Um, I prim- I would say about half of what I do is local. Um, it, it varies from year to year and then the locations that I go to also greatly vary. Sometimes the clients live in Nashville and are getting married somewhere else, mm-hmm. but most of the time if they're getting married in Nashville, they don't live here because actually Nashville is currently the top destination location for wow. weddings oh. and hmm. also bachelorette parties. Yeah. 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 That's where I want to, I want to come here. Nashville's my favorite place. It, it's just so fun yeah. and everyone's so nice. And then for finding venues, I feel like this is a gold mine. Well, it depends on the type of venue that yeah. you want. There's a lot of barns, yeah. so there's mostly that. It's a little bit harder to find things that are outside of the box here. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible, but it's yeah. a little bit more challenging. Um, so that's why I like to travel because then I get to work with different landscapes and venues and vendors. And yeah. It's more challenging, but it's also I more fun. I thought that New Orleans was up there. It was. It's in the top, I think it's in the top five. Okay. New Orleans, um, I think Charleston, you know, I think Vegas is always on there. Oh, uh, yeah, but Vegas, yeah, right? Yeah, the, exactly. the Vegas wedding. <laughs> so, but Nashville, like, that, we were never on the list, and yeah. we've just creeped up, and recently I heard that we were, like, number one. That's crazy. So what would you say is the most, I mean, when somebody tells you to do a wedding, right, what was it like the craziest place that you had to go to like plan a wedding? Well, I've done um, one very recently in the middle of the jungle in Mexico. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> in Tulum. And um, we had to bring in everything. So, I mean, there it was solar powered. I mean, there wasn't even electricity. Wow. Right. Okay. It was crazy. If but you don't it, mind me like asking <laughs> about how much would a wedding in the middle of the jungle cost? And, yeah. So it kind of so depends because it has to do a lot with like how many guests and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would say that most of the weddings I work on are over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't say. But they're say... probably ce- are they mostly celebrities? Not necessarily. No. Or well off. Yeah. Well, they would need to be, I guess, yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> but also, the price of weddings has really increased. Yeah. I heard, on, I heard on the radio, well, it's 32000 It's like the average. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's gone up and in that's the last. Still quite a bit for yeah. if you think about just people having that cash right. to um, spend on one day. Exactly. You know, I hear that number and I think of a vehicle for yeah, the next 20 years. Yeah, you think of like what else you could buy. I know, I get it, 100%, <laughs> but it also is my industry. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And, and it seems like a great industry to be in if you're that good. Like, But yeah. how does it feel like, you know, I want to go back like five minutes, you know, you get in those accolades, right? The Martha mm-hmm. Stewart uh, list and, and, and the bride.com, right? Or the bride magazine. Brides magazine. Brides they magazine. Made, yeah, they did that too. The, they did the whole top planners of America thing yeah. as well. And so going back like from where you started mm-hmm. to getting to that point, like mm-hmm. how did that happen? Well, it was definitely an evolution. I um, was a social worker first. Oh. So, social workers are the best people. <laughs> no, seriously. They're nice. Yeah, they're really they're, nice. They're really nice. Like they're... I like think nurses. They're, they're empathetic, <laughs> yes, generally. Yes. Um, but I did that for five years out of college, and then I was slowly trying to get out of that. And I actually got engaged and when I was trying to kind of figure out my next career path. And when I was planning my own wedding, I was just kind of like obsessed. And mm-hmm. was like, uh-huh. I can't kind of get this out of my head. And I had, I had majored in sociology in college and then minored in like PR and advertising, took some photography classes. So I always had that creative side that was like 
needing to get out, I think, a little bit. And I was interested in interior design. I almost went into that. But what made sense, it, it just made sense to blend kind of that creative side with the social work side because of what I do now. It's very much like therapy in yeah. some ways with my yeah. clients um, because I'm using a lot of assessment tools and I'm managing a lot of family dynamics and usually mediating some and those mm-hmm. kinds of things and figuring out for people like what's really important to them, you know, how are we going to make everybody happy? You know, everybody has an opinion when yeah. it's a wedding. And mm-hmm. um, so there's always things that come up, family dynamics, whatever. And I think that background really helped me get into it quickly mm-hmm. and be Good at it. successful mm-hmm. at it. Um, but aesthetically, I ended up doing, after my own wedding, I ended up doing a photo shoot with photographers that I had met through planning my own wedding and, and those kinds of vendors. And that was immediately published. This is when blogs were a big deal. Yeah. Nine years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it was on Style Me Pretty, which is like the main one. Mm. Um, and so the fr- very first thing I did was published and that was huge. So... I was really lucky in the beginning to get published a lot on blogs and those Mm -hmm. publications generate. Now, no one reads those and they just see it on Pinterest. So you still want to get published and like get things pinned or whatever. But um, I've always kind of gotten business from from people being drawn to my aesthetic and Mm -hmm. seeing my work. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of been a primary Wow, so it just Dang. sounds like it just it just really happened for you right away. It did. I mean, it wasn't that definitely. If you look at like, I'm embarrassed to say, like, if you look at what I did then to what I do now, like, it doesn't even look like the same person <laughs> did right, that well, work. Mm-hmm. You know, because you really evolve. Yeah, for sure, things um, change too. Yeah. yeah, and your own style evolves. I mean, my old Instagram selfies. I'm like, do right. I need to delete these? Right? <laughs> exactly. Don't scroll that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, nobody yeah. cares to go that far. Right. right. <laughs> It's a lot of work, so. <laughs> so anyway, I you know I feel lucky to do what I do and really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I you know I generally take like under ten weddings a year, so that I have time to do other things too when they come up. Like if I get a chance to do some editorial work or yeah, um, I did styling for a magazine recently on a kitchen, you know, just yeah, like oh, wow. random stuff like that sometimes. So that's like your interior designs kicking yeah, into and, I get and to that's do so it. fun. Yeah. I mean, that's like the ultimate dream, I feel like, for me to be able to do interior design, but just not going to happen. Oh, Nicole crushes it. But I, just buy, I just buy everything and then I just put it up. I'm like, look how good it looks. Well, you know, I give her crap every time we go into any store and she's like, yeah. comes with a cart full of stuff and she looks at me, she's like, okay, I don't need all of this, but let me just sift through and see what I can leave. But every time people come to our house, like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. And I take no credit That's for that. Awesome. It's just, it's fun. But it is fun. Yeah, it is. I like to find a deal too. Mm-hmm. I'm like the person that likes to go in TJ Maxx and look for like... My favorite. <laughs> Marshall's in TJ Maxx. I'm like, give it to you me. You want to find like mm-hmm. that little nugget of yeah. whatever. And the price is so great and everything's so cute. And yeah. everyone's like, where'd you get your stuff? <laughs> TJ Maxx. <laughs> Marshall's. But it's, it's, I love that store too. So one thing that we talked about before was how much we loved Scentbird. Yes. And you remember what that is. Yeah. Isn't it like uh, you can get like three to five cents or something like that? Like yeah. perfume or cologne yep. that you can just try out? Something yeah, like that, so right? Yeah, so you get to pick whatever cologne or perfume that you want uh-huh. and they send it to you to try. So up to five. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I just got mine. Yeah, you did. So what, what kind did you pick? So I got the, uh, Kenneth Cole black gold, uh, which is smells amazing. Mm-hmm. The Versace Eros and the eight and Bob, the original. Um, and it's cool because I thought I had more. So I grabbed one of Nicole's on accident <laughs> yes. and I sprayed myself and I smelled like a woman, but it smelled great. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, that's so funny, but it's also like so nice that you can try like different brands that you want yeah. without paying $50 a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to commit to an entire bottle to figure out if you like it or not. And you can take a little quiz too, if you're not sure about, cause I'm like, I don't really wear perfume a lot, but I want to find something that I love and I love glossier by glossier you. That's yeah. the like only perfume now that I will wear. <laughs> yeah. And they have, and the quiz is good though. Cause they have so many on there. Yeah, they have a exactly. ton of stuff on it that would, site. can be very overwhelming if you're like, I don't know what to look for. So take the quiz if you need to. Yeah. Um, and we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. You can get 50% off your first month today 
And that's only seven fifty for your first fragrance. Yeah, that's super Go cheap. Go to Scentbird.com forward slash Coco and use my code Coco for 50% off your first month. Yep, that's uh, Scentbird, S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com forward slash Coco, C-O-C-O, and use the code Coco for 50% off. Sign on and smell amazing. Is it for you like... Because when you're doing like an editorial or something, that's like a corporate client, right? Not sometimes. You know, this uh, the last thing I was mentioning was traditional home magazine. So that was they were um, doing a shoot of someone's kitchen and they needed a stylist on board. So okay. um, I've also worked on a TV show. Mm. Um, it was a cooking show for a country artist here. Oh. Um, so and you just did, what did you do there? Like design I was the ba- pr- prop styling. Oh, cool. So I did um, the plates and yeah. like all the stuff since it was a cooking show, so the food, yeah. all the way that it was going to appear once it was done. The kind oh, of thing. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. And you know what? That's something that people don't realize that there is a person hired to do that. Yeah. You know? it, and it's interesting that you, I also um, think that it's interesting that there's some people that just can't do it. Like they don't. <laughs> I mean, not nothing yeah. against that, but there's like people who just aren't comfortable doing that uh-huh. kind of thing either. And I'm like, oh, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, they, they literally like, and everybody does that. Like everybody in industry stuff, they block out a budget for you. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's really awesome. If you're that good is, at that, you know, mm-hmm. that's. Yeah. Will you, will you ever consider like just transitioning to that full time or you'll never leave weddings? No. Um, because it was hard. I mean, like it was hard to do while I managed my business because when you work on TV, it's, uh, you know, 12 hour, 14 mm-hmm. hour days for several weeks at a time kind of thing. And I was also trying to, you know, answer emails when I wasn't on set and stuff like that. And it was just too, probably too much to juggle, but I really enjoyed getting the experience because it's different. Anytime you do something, um, usually when I'm working on like a photo shoot, you're you're composing something to be something 3D to be 2D and working on TV was like, you know, it's all 3D and you're doing it from these different angles and all the lighting. It was so technical and meticulous more Mm -hmm. so than anything else I've ever worked on, especially with food. Cause there was a whole food stylist too. Like I didn't. Yeah. 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 So (laughs) it was, it was kind of intense all that to say. Wow. And so it was a really good learning experience, but no, I'm not really looking (laughs) to get in the TV world. (laughs) And I guess just my last question, like kind of on your on your background, was there a turning point, you know, because mm. to get the clients that you have now, that yes. doesn't just happen, yeah. you know what I mean? There has to be like that one person that gets your name out there. Yes, there was. Um, I was referred a couple of times by a PR person here in Nashville that knows me, and that's how I got a handful of my first celebrity clients. Mm-hmm. Um person the duck dynasty family couple country artists um and that was probably started about two years ago that um those things being in like people magazine and whatnot is helpful were you like oh my god i just got a celebrity like i can't (laughs) well no i'm not really i don't really have that Start, you don't get starstruck? No, That's not probably in, good, though, for your oh, job. Yeah, yeah like, I can't. I'm so like, nervous. These, what do I do? Right, <laughs> and these people become almost my friends. Yeah. Like, I like I work so closely mm-hmm. with them. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't listen to country music. No. Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's funny because I went to the CMAs with Nicole, you right? Because she got invited. She's a huge country fan. Yeah. But I had, I mean, I got. Yeah, I had to host the red carpets and I was freaking oh. out. Like they shouldn't have had me because yeah. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> and so I was walking in and I got bumped and my drink spilled and yeah. the guy turned around. He's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. And yeah. Nicole's like, did you know who that was? Who was that, that was Keith Urban. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was spill like, your well, drink on me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like he was nice enough to say sorry. Oh. So yeah. <laughs> the thing is, in Nashville, it's always been, and I've been here for seventeen years. So it's a town where you see people who are famous yeah. often, at least in the country yeah. artist realm. Um, and everybody just kind of leaves them alone, you know. Yeah, like that's you're what I just, hear. And it's, that's actually really nice that they can just go out to a bar and yeah. have a drink and have you like. Know. There's no paparazzi situation mm-hmm. here, and it's um, it's you know we still have that small town feel a little mm-hmm. bit. So for me, it's not 
it's never been much of an intimidation right. thing, yeah. I guess. That's that's good for your line of work for yeah. sure because that could get in the way if it's like, oh my god. Yeah, because I have to be able to tell them like straight up what I think they should do, yeah. what my opinions are about so stuff. So how do you choose? So do people come to you and then you meet them and you decide, like, how does that all work? Yeah. Um, so usually a person would reach out and I, mm-hmm. we'd talk on the phone maybe first and set up a time to meet in person Yeah, if they're local mm-hmm. or if we can, otherwise we would do it like FaceTime or something. Yeah. Um, and kind of just feel out like where they are in the process, what's important to them, what they want help with. Um, I'm pretty much just do full planning and design. So like from beginning to end yeah. and it's a very collaborative process. So it's good for them to kind of get a sense of my personality and for mm-hmm. me to get a sense of theirs and if it's a good fit or whatever. Yeah. But usually by the time they we get on the phone, there's probably a, a good chance we're going to work together mm-hmm. because t- typically people are drawn to me, like I said, not just because of logistics or just planning, yeah. but because they're looking for a specific aesthetic mm-hmm. or style. So um, it's pretty, you know, that process what is, is pretty your, seamless. So is yours, do you do a lot of barn rustic weddings no. or so you you stay away from that yes as yeah. much as possible um i because i used to do those i did mm-hmm. and there's a lot of that here mm-hmm. um but my personal aesthetic is a lot more minimal a little more modern a little edgier yeah. and um and that's what resonates with me and it also generally resonates with my with my clients of course there's still it's still beautiful and pretty but by edgier oh, yeah. i mean it's oh, no, a it little is. bit yeah. less like fluffy like i don't do much in like a ballroom mm-hmm. for instance most of what i do is outdoors just oh, not necessarily okay. in a barn a lot of yeah. tent receptions and that kind of thing i did see i saw the last picture you posted of the tent and mm-hmm. it was like was it like a silk sailcloth tent oh my gosh it was so pretty those are beautiful and they're i beautiful. went looking into them because so no 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 they're no, no, no. so expensive Victor brought it up and <laughs> i, I said, was like because no. he wants to have it in the backyard just no no okay but the way she's saying it i said maybe we should consider a tent wedding she's yeah. like i don't just want like the plastic tarp right. thing to that's, put in the back like that's a Right. I've seen. right. Silk cloth tents are expensive, but they are beautiful. Yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, in, you know, in Michigan, is that where you would maybe yeah, get married? Yeah, that's where we okay. want to get married. So, in, you know, they are, they're harder to get. It's mostly the delivery cost that's mm-hmm. really expensive. So you should see if there's a local vendor that has sailcloth tents. It's possible. So where we live, the problem, so we've been engaged for four months and I've completely, I went all gung ho once Mm -hmm. we got engaged, got the wedding planning book, was just like researching. I made a whole entire slideshow of what I want my wedding to be. A slideshow? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) PowerPoint. Correction. Oh, a PowerPoint. Five months. Come on, Oh, five months. Really? Okay. And then I said, you know what, Vic? This is not the style I want anymore. And then I just kind of threw in the towel because Mm -hmm. I'm so overwhelmed with... Mm -hmm. He's from Puerto Rico, and his family mm-hmm. lives in Puerto Rico. They live in Florida. They live in Louisiana. My family all lives in Michigan, mm-hmm. so location automatically is hard. Yeah. So we decided, okay, Michigan. Yeah. I live three hours from the airport, so it's like all the people flying in. I don't want to make them drive three <laughs> hours. We live in a village of 800 people. Oh, yeah. So there's not any really venues around mm-hmm. there to there's choose. There's not even I, hotels. I, yeah, exactly. Really? No. Mm. There's no Uber. There's no Airbnb. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, let's do the city. Mm-hmm. Let's do Detroit. Let's do something like that. Then getting my country family to go to Detroit is like pulling teeth. Really? And so it's just been really hard to come up with a solution for everybody. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful venues only hold 200 people. Yeah. Our guest list being very picky is 275. And that's, my dad's one of 14 kids. Mm. And that's not even kid. That's not even like yeah children. Yeah. So I had that same problem when I got married. Really? Actually, my mom is one of thirteen. Oh wow! And there were just certain family members I just didn't invite because oh, I really? wanted to have it at, at like to keep it to like a hundred people. Oh yeah. And that's a hard. I think that's it it's one of the hardest decisions you have to make in the beginning because um, I throughout want the process to really. be intimate. Yeah. But then it's like the hurt feeling. So that's kind of mm-hmm. why I think. I just haven't done anything. Right. So let's explore that a little bit because yeah. you've had a head to not only in your personal, but going in the events that you've done. Mm-hmm. How do you go about telling somebody or making it a thing to like, all right, look, you know, we'd love to have you, but mm-hmm. we just can't. There's a thing called um, an A and B list where you can 
prioritize your guest list. Mm-hmm. And the people who are on your A-list are like the max number of people that you can have. And as you get no's, mm. RSVPs, you can send out another one. And so you have an RSVP card that has one date on it, and then you have another one that's another date on it. So it's going to two different sets of people, essentially. Oh. Um, another thing to do is to cut out children. Yeah. Another thing to do is to cut out and uh, plus ones like a guest. That was a big question that we got because I kind of said we're going to be, you know, podcasting with a wedding planner. What's mm-hmm. your, what are your questions? And I'll, and someone had said a couple people actually about their plus ones that they decided not to give a plus one. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of normal then. Mm-hmm. It's pretty normal. Um, and a lot of venues these days are more adult yeah. Uh, focused, you yeah. know, they're not super kid appropriate. So like that also is kind of, should be expected, I think in most places. Yeah. Um, so you can control it that way. You can also expect about 20% of your guest list not to attend, mm-hmm. generally speaking. That's like the general rule of thumb. Okay. That's very helpful. Yeah, that is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't think about the two sets of invites. That could be... That, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. and that's better than saying like... Because they don't have to know they're on the B list. They don't, but I will tell you, don't send anyone a save the date that's on the B list because you don't know for sure that they're going to get an invitation. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one wants to be on the B list, but the the reality is like, you know, I've, if I have a client that like started a new job and they'd like to like invite people to the new job, but those really aren't like the closest people yeah. to them and they may not be in their lives forever. So like, that's a good mm-hmm. example of like who you might put on the B list. Yeah. Kind of yeah, that's really good. That is really good. So <laughs> I, I do have to ask, though. I have to go back again. <laughs> who is the... Because I know somebody has to be wondering that's listening right now. You know, She does celebrities. Who's the biggest, would you say, celebrity that you've done a wedding for? I mean, I can tell you all the people that I've done before. It's oh, not like that's a, way better. It's not yeah. like a secret. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if, you're, if you don't listen to country music, you may or may not even know who some of these people are. Yeah. Um, but Randy Hauser, who is, um, oh. he's a country artist. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, the thing is, I've been really lucky. All of these people I like love dearly. Yeah. Um, he and his wife are just the cutest. He married an Australian girl named Tatiana. Mm-hmm. And... Um, then Shay Mooney from Dan yeah. and Shay. Yeah, they just won a Grammy, right? Yes, yeah, and they sure. um, performed. He did such a good job too, performing on the Grammys. He's oh. he's the one that does most of the singing in the duo. Okay. Like he was on the piano. Um, and then Rebecca Robertson in the Duck Dynasty family. Mm-hmm. And then um, Taylor Lewan, which is a uh, NFL player. He's a Titans player. Oh, um, and he got married this past July and we did it in Big Sur, um, which was really probably one of my most favorite weddings really? just because, well, I worked with them for actually two years mm. because they ended up having, they had a baby first um, during the planning process. So we postponed things. Oh, okay. And then also his wife, Taylin, is uh, Canadian. And so she wanted something that like felt like home, even mm-hmm. though we decided not to do it in Canada. And they had never been to Big Sur before. And we went at a time where the literally all the um, mudslides, landslides have had happened. Yeah. And so every you couldn't get into Big Sur oh. at all. Oh. Highway 1 was basically, uh, it was torn apart. Mm-hmm. It was a disaster. And so basically I took them venue searching through a natural disaster. And we had a helicopter <laughs> oh in. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. So we had to take a helicopter in That's and crazy. see it. You know, the venue was in shambles kind of like because nobody could, like the staff couldn't get there. But the staff that lived there showed us around. <laughs> and it was like the, you know, like the back ground tour like it's not like what you wanted to it's not what you really want to see <laughs> like we went through the kitchen to get to the gotcha, something else like yeah. that kind of thing but we were able to envision it enough that it worked out and we ended up booking that place and it was gorgeous that's, that's awesome, awesome. Yeah. that is really cool i mean it's just every time i think about planning the wedding victor is really i'll be honest anytime anything comes up with money he's like Ugh. Yeah, yeah, it's just—it's so hard. It, it is to hard figure out how to allocate. Yeah, where and to what like what you more. should spend definitely not hold back on, mm-hmm. and what you should hold back on. 
that's like a hard part too. Mm-hmm. You have to ask yourself what's the most important to you. So like that's part of my process when my clients is talk a lot about what they value mm-hmm. and like if they're saying like they really value having like hospitality for instance yeah. and they want their guests to feel like they're at an intimate dinner party, then they're probably going to spend more money on the food mm-hmm. and the place settings and like that yeah. piece of it. If it's a client that wants something that feels more like a party, and ha- they're probably going to want to invest more in their band. So you do kind of have to ask those questions in the beginning, yeah. because those things are are big expenses, like the catering and the entertainment yeah. are two of the biggest ones outside of the venue usually. Mm-hmm. So it's a good to really get an idea on the forefront, like what's important to you and where can you. Yeah, I feel like we want really good food and really good music. Those are really important. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, I want everyone to be cut in a rug for sure. Yeah. yeah, and we have families obviously from different backgrounds. So mm-hmm. we also have to find somebody that's able to accommodate the mm-hmm. Latino music right. and rhythm and all that, but also the country right. you know, type vibes as right. well. It's, so you might opt for like a DJ because... Yeah. Also, DJs are a lot cheaper than a live band, mm-hmm. a lot cheaper. So that's like one way to yeah. already get what you want, and but not overspend maybe. So winter is almost over. Woo. I know. I'm so happy because I didn't know the winter blues was a real thing. Do you have the winter blues though? You Luckily, don't. Luckily, I'm pretty good about it, but I am anxious to get outside. <laughs> I feel like I have the winter blues. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, finally almost over, which means you need to get started with your vitamin packets with care of. I know. I really do because I'm jealous of you every day with your little packets and it's literally <laughs> like a bunch of vitamins in a little baggie and it has a quote and I'm going to read Nicole's. It says, hi, Nicole. Today's mm-hmm. quote, a little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, I do. I love that they're in little tiny packets. So when I travel, I can just take three with me if I'm gone for three days or five if I'm gone for five. Yeah, it's perfect. And um, so what you do to get started is you take a quiz mm-hmm. online, takes about five minutes, and it's asking, what are you lacking? Me not eating meat. I'm lacking something there. You don't eat fish, so you'd be lacking something there. Yeah. And also I'm anxious, so that's something they give me a schwanga, the chill pill for. A schwanga. Uh, I don't know how to say it, but... <laughs> and then also magnesium because I have low pot- low potassium. Okay. So anyways, um, it's super cool. It gets delivered right to your door every month and... A good portion of it goes to Good Foundation, which provides to expectant mothers in need of prenatal vitamins. So it also gives back, which I love. Oh, that's awesome. And what most people don't know is that 90% of people fall short of their FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. Yeah, so this is perfect for for pretty much everybody who doesn't know what they're lacking because it's hard to figure out. Yeah. Um, so if you guys are interested at all for 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter code COCO50. For 50% off your first month of personalized vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter COCO50. Go and get 50% off now. <laughs> what would you say is like, this is completely, I just have so many questions. No, go ahead. What would you say is like the perfect number for a bridal party? Is there a certain where oh. it gets too big? Yeah. And actually, I don't know if I've ever been asked that really? question. It's a good one. <laughs> um, okay. So you haven't asked your no, bridal party yet. No, I haven't. Um, I that is a really interesting question because in the South, people tend to have really large bridal parties mm-hmm. and it gets overwhelming and a little the out of control. The kind of look overwhelming Yeah, sometimes. you've got way too many. Like I had one, I think one time that had like 20 something people oh in it. Oh my God. Wow. And it was just like, we couldn't even wrangle everybody, <laughs> you know? Um, so I definitely think that that's way too many. Mm-hmm. I would not... Anything over 10 on either side is just too many. Yeah. A good kind of average size seems to be like five, six kind that's of That's what I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking too. Because I feel like you have your really, really close friends or family, and then you have a bunch of people that are kind of on the same level. So if you have one... Then that that means you have four mm-hmm. more. So, mm-hmm. no, I haven't asked my bridal party or anything, but <laughs> it's just something you really have to think about too. Because I feel like I've had my bridal party since I've been, I don't know, eighteen. Because yeah. it's people that's been constant in my right. life, and then you meet really great people, mm-hmm. and you're like, shoot, are they gonna yeah. stay? Yeah, you know, it's just a hard. It is. Even in the last four months, I feel like it kind yeah. of changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally normal. Um, <clears throat> 
people in this, I, again, I think this is a more Southern thing, um, will select a house party. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. And that's where like they're, they'll assign other jobs to people so that they're involved, but they're not necessarily oh, like yeah. a bridesmaid yeah. or a groomsman. Okay. So ushers, for okay. instance, yeah. like if you want to mm-hmm. ask groomsmen, then plus more guys for ushers or bridesmaids plus like... Um, program attendants yes. or greeters or mm-hmm. readers for the ceremony. Yeah, Those my are, mom suggested that. Yeah, you can involve them in other ways. Yeah, so that's... I'm just curious because I do feel like sometimes it's overwhelming when I see that, but then it's like, okay, well, they just have a lot of friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have that many friends. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard for me to pick my bridal party. <laughs> so I, I, have a, I have a question for you in your vast experience. Okay. What is like, like the worst thing to happen in a wedding? Like a horror story? Like last minute, you know, somebody backs mm-hmm. out and it's like, I don't know if I want to do this. And I haven't had that happen. I've had cancellations <laughs> during the pro- planning process. Of definitely had cancellations. Before. What do you mean, like cancellations? Like people called off the wedding, but I have oh. never had someone just like not show up on the day, like a bride <laughs> or groom. I'm like, knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have done some pretty inclement weather conditions. So where, so for instance, like how it's raining cats and dogs in Nashville right now, uh-huh. and we're under major flood warnings or whatever. There was um, there was a huge flood in Nashville years ago. This wasn't that; it was after that. But the venue had um, planted sod two weeks before, and they didn't tell anybody. And we put the tent up so that. It would be dry. So mm-hmm. the tent went up before it even started raining. It wasn't even supposed to rain, of course. But all that to say it rained consistently for two or three days. And because it was sod, it just soaked it up like a sponge. Oh my gosh. And it became a mud fest. <sighs> and it, you can't at that point lay down a floor either. You have to do that before the tent goes in. So mm-hmm. they had to embrace it. I mean, we literally announced for people to take their shoes off to go into the tent. Really? Yes. Wow. And it was... Ironically, on Martha Stewart, (laughs) 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 and the story you can find the story there, and it was hilarious because they did. They all were from California, and they just embraced it, and they like it was awesome because they did embrace it, and they were like dancing in the mud and all this stuff. And but it was it was kind of like, what can we do? We we went to Home Depot and like bought out all of their floor mats and things like that so people wouldn't slide but it's like you run there is yeah. only so much you can do and it, i mean it kept storming and the electricity flickered and oh like my God. how did the bride <laughs> handle this was she she I feel surprisingly like, did well wow. uh, she was freaking out more i think the day before mm-hmm. and then i think she just got to the point where she was like oh, oh, screw it, it. Yeah. nothing they can do <laughs> yeah. and well, that you have like, to have that attitude yeah. like you have to embrace it that's why I'm kind of worried to have like an outside. What Michigan weather is terrible. It's yeah. all over the place. I'd yeah. say early June is our best bet for mm-hmm. for weather. But um, like I will think how having an outside ceremony is really pretty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what if it rains? That's gonna I'm gonna feel like we're not. It's a bad day. Mm-hmm. But then really, yeah. you just got to embrace it. And you Nicole do. worries about anything. Even yeah. if we have an inside wedding, yeah. she'll be like, what if it rains? You well, you'll, your photographer will work <laughs> yeah. around it. You make it happen. And honestly, they say it's good luck if it rains a little bit oh. on your wedding day. All right. <laughs> That'd be good. So I guess on the other side of that, on the non-horror story, mm-hmm. is there a time that you were like at a wedding because you've been to so many and you just started crying because something happened and you're like, oh my God, this is like the sweetest thing in the world? I'm not super emotional like that. I think if I was, I'd have a hard time doing my job (laughs) (laughs) because there's a lot of stuff that comes at me on a wedding day. Mm -hmm. I mean, you will, no matter how much you plan for, there's always something that comes up because there's, that's just the way life is. And especially when it's on like this one day where everything has to be perfect. Um, You know, somebody shows up late or whatever. There's always like a ripple effect too. Mm -hmm. And so I do get emotional sometimes with um, like dad speeches or dad dances or things like that Mm -hmm. a little bit. Those things are touching to me because I'm really close to my dad. But um, I don't, you know, if I showed any of that at a wedding, like I'm the person that's got to keep it together. Yeah, that's true. Everybody else is losing it and (laughs) I better be the one that's got it together, you know. When I think wedding planner, I think J Lo. Me too. Oh, I know. I know. And I will tell you, I have a walkie. I have walkie talkies, and I have a headset. I don't. Most of the time, I don't use it. I only use it typically for an event that's like really spread out. Mm-hmm. And one of my assistants has to have 
one too. So you have, so you own the business, is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. And then you have people who mm-hmm. work for mm-hmm. you. So they should go to the wedding with mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. it's primarily just me. I have a mm-hmm. assistant that's like helps me with the logistics and admin stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I have a production team and those girls, most of them have been with me for years and they do other things yeah. like, you know, they're not in the wedding business in general, but, oh, okay. um, They've been with me for years and they love doing it. And we are really, we are a really solid team now. I, That's awesome. I'm proud yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a person of extremes. So <laughs> what? You like test me all the time. Oh, I, I just, just like feel like we're just like, it's going to be conversational now. We're just like question, question. Well, you know what? To me, when you have a professional, this yeah, reminds me of like experts on experts right, for Dak Shepard. Right, like right. I, I just want to know like the extremes, right? Yeah, so sure. what is the largest like, wedding, wedding that, that you've done? Um, the guest count was around 500. Oh. We think a little less than that actually showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't, not everybody RSVP'd to that one. And it was kind of one of those that were like, well, we're just going to plan for this to yeah. make sure. And so probably it was around 450. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a big wedding. Yeah. yeah. But where we live, that's normal. It's, yeah. It's so every, you know, everyone I guess, mm-hmm. and you invite everybody because mm-hmm. my cousin's getting married soon, and it, her guest list is over four fifty. Yeah, and that's just that's half of our village. That's so. Ex- that's I more mean, than half of our village. And that that's- would be so expensive just to feed all those yeah. people. Well, I guess okay. So a Michigan wedding where I live mm-hmm. is you rent out. Like a hall that's kind of like seems like a oh, church like a fellowship basement hall or something. Yeah, yeah. Low ceilings. Low ceilings not yeah. and so you can get so much food. It's like eight dollars a person. Yeah. That's not terrible. I mean there's people that are paying seventy five dollars a plate. But you can yeah, get I would for, say most of mine are like a hundred, hundred fifty. Exactly, and this is eight, and this is eight bucks a plate. <laughs> yeah. So heck, invite everybody. Yeah, you know? and then yeah. open bars. Is, is it not, like barbecue though, or what are they serving for like, eight dollars? No, it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> no it's, microwavable. You, know, you get to pick. Like, I mean, they have everything. You know what they always have huh. that I hate? It's like a it's thing, sauerkraut and sausage, oh, and I that smells. Sauerkraut. I love sauerkraut. It smells atrocious. Yeah, that's yeah. All, all I know. No, so you pick. The meats you pick, the potatoes you pick, the is it a catering? Yeah, it's catering. It's okay. It's kind of just like I guess are there women who maybe have people come mm-hmm. help them on the day? Mm-hmm. But, but are they like through the church? Maybe mn- no. Okay, no. It's, it's like Sally and Martha yeah. that can cook a bunch, right. and then they and get they you know Amber and blah yeah. blah blah, and then and then yeah. they just go yeah. at it. Yeah, and this it, is like small town. Exactly. That's yeah. what's very that's and, so different. So where people get married in Ubley, where I live, is the golf course, and mm-hmm. it's I. That's where I went to prom for four years. So yeah. I'm just like I I don't want to get married no. there. And yeah. telling people that it's not because I think I'm better than that. No. It's just, I want something different. Yeah. yeah. And so that's also, I'm always fighting with, not fighting, but kind of stating my points to mm-hmm. even my mom or my grandma or whoever, because yeah. they're just like, why can't you just do what's normal? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I want tall ceilings. I want right. all these greenery and flowers. The stringing yeah. lights. Yeah. And- like I would want to get married in like a greenhouse type mm-hmm. effect or something like yeah. that. And they're like, you can only invite 200 people and it's $75 a plate. I'm like, okay. So then I, then I go back into my shell. I'm like, okay, well I'm not planning again. Yeah. You're it's like, stuck. Well, we're not having a wedding then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, dang, should we just go get married, elope or whatever? That's what, so, okay. <laughs> yeah. How popular are, yeah. How popular are destination weddings? Pretty popular. And I actually, I have, um, I'm a co-founder now of a, another business called Destination Elope. Okay. And that's what we do. We have packages for people who want to just go elope in somewhere cool, get mm-hmm. the pictures, mm-hmm. do just like up to 20 people, um, the ceremony, and then, you know, go back home and have the party at the fellowship hall. That's what I, that's what we kind of talked about. Yeah. And that would be Might so be the, awesome. But your mom couldn't come to both. So yeah, that, that, that's why that, I That was something that we were kind of, uh, we were deciding because yeah. then they would have to pay for this trip, obviously, right. to go to the destination. Then they would have to pay for another mm-hmm. trip to come to Michigan. Yeah. Because I would love to do that and then have a, like a slideshow of like the pictures and where we were. And then I want to do like the choreographed mm-hmm. dancing, like all yeah. the super corny stuff, yeah. you know, like yeah. I want your mom and your parents to be there and have... The dances and we might right. revisit this idea. Yeah, now that you, yeah. Said it. you yeah. save bukus of money. Yeah, 
I haven't heard that word in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since I heard that word. It's but probably I know been exactly. a long time since I've said it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's definitely, yeah, that we, we looked at that. We looked at what's what's some of the more popular places that people go for destination wedding. It's more so like South America or? Oh, no, not necessarily. I mean, I would, I mean, you can certainly go internationally, but there's a lot of great destinations in America, I mean, okay. yeah, so okay. I, um, lots of California stuff, mm-hmm. um, kind of depends on the landscape you want. I mean, if you're wanting like mountains, there's even spots in North Carolina that are gorgeous. Um, people go to Charleston if that's like the vibe that they want. Um, I'm trying to think of like other places that are awesome. You know, Tulum, Mexico, it's kind of a, a destination spot. Iceland has been got has gotten on the map recently oh, okay. as kind of like but those are, mm-hmm. you know, that's if you're wanting to do something really outside the yeah. box and like make it maybe into your honeymoon too, which is an option. So what they do is you they go there, they take t- their 20 closest people with them. They mm-hmm. get the pictures and then do they do like dancing? Do they do anything after that or what what? You know, I think uh, the idea of an elopement mm-hmm. in order to save money is to not do that yeah, part. Okay. So you're doing it's really essentially the the ceremony like, mm-hmm. in a cool place that's not probably an indoor venue. You right. know, you're you want the the mountainscape or whatever. Yeah. Um, the beach. A lot of people want to go to the beach or something like that. And then afterwards, you might just take everybody to dinner, like at a restaurant okay. or something like yeah. that. So is it like a weekend simple. getaway type of deal? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you know, a lot of times when people do parties, they'll do it a month or two later, like a totally different oh. time. See, yeah. that, that that would make yeah. a lot more sense. That would be really awesome if you were able to do that. Yeah, no, that would be. I, I, do, I do still think that's a good idea because then that's the best of both worlds yeah. and it's still not crazy expensive. No, no. Because then we could get the $8 plate food. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing. You're absolutely right. <laughs> no, it is still, it's really good food, but I'm just saying like, the right. environment which everyone's used to and mm-hmm. my you know grandpa would definitely come because mm-hmm. they just don't like to travel then we can do it at travel. fox hunters <laughs> no we wouldn't do it at, no we wouldn't do it there <laughs> but yeah so that that's cool hey you, you brought us you brought us uh another idea back to the table because when i looked that up i was like looking up what was I looking at? Like Bahamas and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, it's crazy expensive. And then to have a party back home. Yeah. It's just. Bad. But yeah, to your point, there's a lot of great destinations here in the U.S. Yeah, that is. we didn't even think about that. Right. Like, and my family don't have passports or anything. So, I mean, they could get them, but it would yeah. wouldn't stress them out to have to do that if we found somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So just think about like the, the type of landscape I think that you would want. It's mm-hmm. kind of the question. Like what kind of images would you want to yeah. get? And that would help you maybe pick a location yeah what about themes are themes super like common to where well they don't we don't really usually when we're talking about the planning process we're not talking about themes as much as we are like a color palette okay and that's a thing too that's evolved it used to be people would be like what are your colors and Mm -hmm. sometimes you'll still hear that like maybe more southern people are more you know, older people or whatever, but people don't really just pick three colors anymore like they used to. It's more of a palette yeah. and a lot of um, neutrals are mm-hmm. utilized more than they used to. Yep. You know, like if you think about it, you don't really see like the pink bridesmaid dress no. as much. Right. Um, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I think that um, it's talking about a color palette or a mood is mm-hmm. a better way to put that. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to now move into, segue into a segment that we do. It's okay. called uh, Spanish Word of the Day. Oh, okay. Yes. Do and, you speak any Spanish? Um, I should because I took it in school and Me too. just oh, didn't really I retain any. any of it. <laughs> no. you both so sound, this is going to be funny. Yeah, you both are like everybody else that took Spanish <laughs> for I don't know how many years and they, can't, they oh, wait, don't know. Well, I'll give you a hint. He always does it. According to the episode, so it's definitely going to be something to do with a wedding. So okay, that's the only right. hint. So, and, I, and I'll give you the one because this word, it's like a phrase in Spanish, but it's really kind of like a word in English, right? So, okay. the last part of this is boda, which means wedding. So, I'll give you that one. B o d a boda means. Okay, wedding. so you're giving us a phrase, and it means one word. It means, it means one word, 
But okay, it's two words. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. Wait, what are we doing? Are we guessing? Yeah. You are, based on what I say, <laughs> you got to guess what this means, okay? Because uh, oh, okay. he's, he's, Spanish is his first language. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to give us one word, but it means two words, or vice versa. I'm going to give you a phrase, and it means like one word. Okay. In English. In English. Okay. Yeah. So, padrino de la boda. So the last parts of the wedding. Hey, and good job, something. good job. And what was the what was the first word? Padrino, P A R I D N O. P. Is that how you spell it? P A. Oh no, P A D R I N O. Yeah, padrino. In English, you or if Americans would say padrino, but padrino. The parents of the wedding. No, I could no, no. no. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. That was a good guess. Padrino de la boda. So no, don't that's tell a me. long okay. phrase. That's I supposed know, to be that's, one word. That's what I'm saying. That's, he picks the worst ones. So P A D. He called his mom R-I-N-O. to ask how to spell this or something. No, earlier. I didn't. I didn't call her to ask how to spell it. I called her to get ideas on um, wedding terms that I can use for this segment. Oh, okay. It's Is it like? The father or something? You see, and... and How about reception? No, Is no. Is a word like that? You, it's closer to the father, father, but it's not the father. I feel like pa- padre... What does that mean? See, you're, but you're close. You're on to something. Padre. Padrino. Pa- doesn't padre mean dad? Yes. Yeah, okay, so... That's father of the bride. Father of the bride. That it's is not one word, though. That is oh, close, yeah. but it's not... Okay, what the freak is it? So it's actually best man. Oh. Uh, we would have gotten there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but how does but that... listen, but listen, because, okay, so padrino mm-hmm. on its own, without the de, de la boda, padrino is godfather. Oh. So that's the father, right? Padrino. But padrino de la boda is best man. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting, huh? Yeah. yeah. A little complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't remember Spanish. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they went that far in, in your Spanish courses. To, no, they did not. You know, um, yeah, so that, that's good. But now now we'll do another, uh, we'll get into a different segment that we oh, do. Okay. Because we hit a lot of stuff, I think, that, you know. Oh, unless, the weird or normal segment? Yes. So we do, we say something that, well, it's usually something that I do or Victor does, and then we kind of argue with each other on how weird it is. But I guess since we're talking about weddings, we thought of something for this, I guess. Uh, yeah. So I kind of think it's strange. And how common is this at a wedding when someone, they throw their bouquet and you have someone catch it and mm-hmm. then they throw the garter and then it's two strangers and then do they, they put it on their leg and do the whole The garter toss shebang. is what that's called. Yeah. But is it ever awkward with say like I have a relationship and he has a relationship but then he's putting it on my leg. Do they do that? Um, so usually in a garter toss, the you're wearing the garter and he takes it off during like some music. Right. And then he throws it to the single men in the audience. And then the guy, doesn't the guy put it on the girl that caught the bouquet? Okay, that's what you're that's talking about. That's what I'm about. talking yeah, about. Yeah, isn't that weird? <sighs> That's super weird, and people don't do it very much anymore. Okay, I was wondering, because when I was younger, that was a... That was a thing. A okay, thing. yeah. In fact, I'm trying to think. Like, I haven't seen that done okay. maybe at all. They still do it in our areas. area. Because I know Nicole... I, it's an Nic- old school thing. <laughs> Nicole caught the bouquet, and then mm-hmm. I went over there with the guys, obviously, to catch the garter. Yeah, but you and did, like, but if you catch don't it. catch it... Oh, this guy tried okay. to snatch it out of my hand. I was going to deck him in the face. <laughs> My hand was there. He tried to grab it and I had to snatch it out. And I was like, you think you're going to go and put a garter on my right, girlfriend's right, leg? Right. Hell no. So does it usually now end after they toss each one? Yes. Then they and don't a lot do of people chair. don't do the garter toss anymore at all. Oh, okay. Sometimes people just do the bouquet toss. Sometimes they don't do them at all. I'm big on the bouquet toss. I think that it's I always fun. wanted to catch it and I did finally. I just think If it's... you have a lot of single friends, yes. it's fun. Yeah. Otherwise, it's kind of like... like <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think the the best part about that is watching them fight over oh, yeah. it and like somebody <laughs> eating fight. it, you know, just like going to catch it and just like decks it. I, I love, I love like, watching those YouTube videos. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I guess we'll kind of just finish up. So with some questions that okay. our listeners have. Oh yeah. Get the paper. Um, yeah. So we talked about destination already. 
Okay, how important are party favors for you to spend money on something that everybody can take? It's home? one of the first things that should go in your budget if okay. like you don't have the budget for it, and that money is probably better used somewhere else. I always tell my clients like don't don't force a party favor. Like if it makes sense, like there's mm-hmm. something in particular that's like unique to the two of you and your relationship or something that makes sense to give to people, cool. But don't like just get cookies made just to get cookies made. <laughs> That's true. My yeah. cousin's last name was Ments to be. So they put yeah. Ments to be and then they gave little cute jars of honey, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I guess when I was thinking about this, I don't really remember ever what I took home from a wedding unless right. it's still just like sitting somewhere. Yeah. The flower on the table. <laughs> Right. That's oh yeah. Pretty, you know, yeah. Oh, everybody can take the flowers yeah. on the table. Yeah. You know? the, for destination weddings, sometimes instead people will do welcome, like a welcome box or welcome mm-hmm. gift, especially like at their hotel when they check in, and that I think is a little bit more thoughtful. Yeah, that is. Well, and it's um, only like twenty people. You said so. That's if you're doing something small like yeah. that, it's also more affordable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is really nice. Okay, we already talked about inviting and hurting feelings. We get. You just got to make it. Yeah. You just got to do it. You just got to do, do it. it. Sorry, you gotta, people. You've got to prioritize. And you can certainly say to people things like, well, our venue um, has a smaller capacity. Mm-hmm. We just can't invite everybody that we would like to, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I mean, most that's not people a lie understand either. it. No, yeah. it's the truth. And yeah. how much do you, should you spend on, so your groomsmen or bridesmaids, like you give them that gift? Mm hmm. So that was a question is like, what's the normal, like, what should you, I don't usually I get like a necklace or a bracelet yeah, or something. I don't know that there's necessarily a price range, but I would keep it under a hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, like per person. Yeah. yeah may, it depends on how big your wedding party, right. your, yeah. you know, your bridal party. Yeah, I guess be. I haven't thought about that. But. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think more so you want to find something that's, they're either going to like, or that's like meaningful or something Mm -hmm. or practical because like groomsmen a lot of times will just, um, they're cool if you just give them like the tie or whatever you want them to wear so they don't have to buy that. Perfect. Walmart it is. Or like maybe like (laughs) Victor. No. You're ridiculous. Hey, you know what? I'm frugal. When it comes to no, something but you like are that. not doing that. I, I know it's a joke. Okay. It's a joke. I don't know. It's not a joke. You yeah. got her all in a tizzy. Oh, this is every day. I love it. Oh yeah. I think that I would just do like maybe the jewelry that they could yeah. wear, like a mm-hmm. necklace. Yeah. Um, okay, and what are the things that you should not be stingy on, like? As far as would it be videographer? <clears throat> well, I would say photography, photography. over that okay. because in my opinion, your photography is what you're going to utilize the most. You're going to frame photos. Your family's mm-hmm. going to want those photos. You might put it on a Christmas card. It's your tangible memory mm-hmm. of the day. Videography, sometimes people cut out too because if you spend a lot on photography or get a really good photographer, then it kind of compensates for that. You're probably not going to watch your wedding video very often. That's true. But you yeah. are going to keep your pictures up in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And I guess that's about it for the, those questions because they just were all kind of the same. Okay. So we did pretty or good. Or personal questions about our wedding, which we don't know anything. So. Yeah. I, we we just really got to get on the ball. Well, maybe I gave you that. some food for thought. Oh, yeah. you definitely did. No, that was, that was really helpful and insightful. Um, do you have anything else, Nicole? No. Nope. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, we really want to thank you for, oh, for mm-hmm. coming thank on you. to our podcast. You gave us... A lot of information, and I really pushed you to the limit on. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Spanish word was the hardest part. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, yeah, we really appreciate you having on. Uh, and don't be surprised if we shoot you a message for some advice down the line. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so those are some questions. Thank you so much for, you know, we take our comments very seriously. We love to know what you guys want to hear because when we're planning our next episode, we go by that kind of, you know, yeah. like, okay, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what are you guys wanting to hear? Because we, it's very easy when we're on this side to talk about things that over and over again, you know, because it's just like conversation. Mm-hmm. So we need new topics, random topics, whatever you guys want to hear. So thank you for commenting. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Um, don't forget, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, yeah. you know, iTunes, mm-hmm. Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, 
iHeartRadio, wow. <laughs> any of those platforms. Uh, make sure to follow us on at Coco Caliente Podcast on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, we have a really cool giveaway coming up, and we're partnering up with someone awesome. We can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. So... Anyways, I just had to put that in there because I'm yeah. pumped. Oh, no, no. It's going to be the best giveaway. So mm-hmm. just make sure to be checking in, especially listen to the uh, you know podcast. But if yeah. you follow us on social media. You'll see it. Yeah. So at Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram, at Coco Caliente Pod on Twitter. And we have the website, CocoCalientePodcast.com. Thank you, guys. Thanks. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.